Good morning and welcome to Morning Prayer on Friday, the 4th of September. Today we commemorate Birinus. Who? Well, not someone I knew much about, but partly because he was Bishop of Dorchester, which is a long way away. Yeah. And he's known, that's just down south. And he is known as the Apostle of Wessex, eh? also down south. <laughs> Died in 650, which puts him in the Anglo-Saxon times uh, up here with... Um, Bede and uh, uh, no, no. Bede up here and later Cuthbert um, and what's uh, on Wikipedia um, Birinus was uh, sent out from the mission from Canterbury uh, where Augustine was and he uh, befriended the king of the Wessex area who was trying to team up with Oswald in the north to beat those in the Midlands and uh, through it, the king was converted and Wessex became Christian. And that's pretty much all I know. Don't worry. Our lovely podcast listeners will tell us by WhatsApp tomorrow, today. Indeed. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Birinus, there's a, a, a person I didn't know. So we um, look at our website. The website's got the normal podcasts and resources uh, from last Sunday and weeks and weeks before, and all the invitations for the forthcoming services. Uh, this Sunday, it's uh, pretty much about the main morning service at 10 o'clock. Uh, this will be a blended uh, service, either in church or on Zoom. This service uh, led by um, Reverend Martin, uh, back from his honeymoon. And it's also uh, one of the feasts for... Um, Mary, the mother of Jesus, and it seems an appropriate time to reintroduce communion. Uh, this, at the moment, communion in one kind. So you're welcome either to come or to have a look from home. And that's this Sunday at 10. All the invites are on the website. Complain continues every night at 8 until Sunday when it moves to 9. And again, the invitations are on the website. Next week, the hope is that the... Uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, Compline will be a live or re and or yeah, recorded morning, um, morning prayer, live or recorded service from church with Martin and Paul. The Saturday, Sunday, and Monday will re remain as podcasts. By us. By us. Can't get rid of us yet. <laughs> so I think uh, there's no evening um, service apart from the online one the Sunday. The following Sunday is when we reintroduce singing and we'll have a choral evensong at 6 30. please pray for uh the first choir practice which is tonight and the morning service the next in next week not this week the week after is a benefit service yeah okay right lots of we've wittered enough let's crack on so our morning worship for friday the 4th of september oh lord open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise oh come Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving and be glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth and the heights of the mountain are his also. The sea is his, for he made it and his hands have moulded the dry land. Come, let us worship and bow down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God. We are the people of his pasture, 
and the sheep of his hand. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. The night is now past, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the gift of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. We have Psalm 139. Search me out, O God, and know my heart. O Lord, you have searched me out and known me. You know my sitting down and my rising up. You discern my thoughts from afar. You mark out my journeys and my resting place and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word on my tongue, but you, O Lord, know it altogether. You encompass me behind and before and you lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go then from your spirit? Or where can I flee from your presence? If I climb up to heaven, you are there. If I make the grave my bed, you are there also. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, your right hand hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will cover me and the light around me turn to night, even darkness is no darkness with you. The night is as clear as the day. Darkness and light to you are both alike. For you yourself created my inmost parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I thank you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvellous are your works, my soul knows well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my form as yet unfinished. Already in your book were all my members written. As day by day they were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How deep are your counsels to me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I count them, they are more in number than the sand, and at the end I am still in your presence. Oh, that you would slay the wicked, O God, that the bloodthirsty might depart from me. They speak against you with wicked intent. Your enemies take up your name for evil. Do I not oppose those, O Lord, who oppose you? Do I not abhor those who rise up against you? I hate them with a perfect hatred. They have become my own enemies also. Search me out, O God, and know my heart. Try me and examine my thoughts. See if there is any way of wickedness in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Search me out, O God, and know my heart. Creator God, may every breath we take be for your glory. May every footstep show you as our way, that trusting in your presence in this world, we may, beyond this life, still be with you, where you are alive and reign forever and ever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. You've got a happy reading, have you? Well, we're in the middle of this civil war that's engulfing... Oh, it's got lots of good names. <laughs> engulfing David. Ooh. So David is now king. 
Berts has to secure his throne and his legacy. Uh, he is being opposed to the rebellion that's led by his son, Absalom, by one of his many wives. When David had passed a little beyond the summit, Ziba, the servant of Mephibosheth, met him with a couple of donkeys saddled, carrying 200 loaves of bread, 100 bunches of raisins, 100 of summer fruits, and one skin of wine. The king said to Ziba, Why have you brought these? Ziba answered, The donkeys are for the king's household to ride, the bread and the summer fruit for the young men to eat, and the wine is for those to drink who faint in the wilderness. The king said, And where is your master's son? Ziba said to the king, he remains in Jerusalem, for he said, Today the house of Israel will give me back my grandfather's kingdom. Then the king said to Ziba, All that belonged to Mephibosheth is now yours. Thank you. Ziba said, I do obeisance. Let me find favour in your sight, my lord the king. When King David came to Bahurim, a man of the family of the house of Saul came out, whose name was Shimea, son of Gera. He came out cursing. He threw stones at David and at all the servants of King David. Now all the people and all the warriors were on his right and on his left. Shimea shouted while he cursed, Out! Out! Murderer! Scoundrel! The Lord has avenged on all of you the blood of the house of Saul, in whose place you have reigned. And the Lord has given the kingdom into the hand of your son Absalom. See, disaster has overtaken you, for you are a man of blood. Then Abishai, son of Zariah, said to the king, Why should this dead dog curse my lord the king? Let me go over and take off his head. But the king said, what have I to do with you, you sons of Zariah? For if he is cursing, because the Lord has said to him, Curse David, who then shall say, Why have you done so? David said to Abishai and to all his servants, My own son seeks my life. How much more now may this Benjamite? Let him alone and let him curse, for the Lord has bidden him. It may be that the Lord will look on my distress. And the Lord will repay me with good for this cursing of me today. So David and his men went on the road, while Shemir went along all the hillside opposite him, and cursed as he went, throwing stones and flinging dust at him. The king and all the people who were with him arrived weary at the Jordan, and there he refreshed himself. Mephibosheth. I'll get there. Raise us up, O God, that we may live in your presence. Come, let us return to the Lord, who has torn us and will heal us. God has stricken us and will bind up our wounds. After two days he will revive us, and on the third day will raise us up, that we may live in his presence. Let us strive to know the Lord. His appearing is as sure as the sunrise. He will come to us like the showers like the spring rains that water the earth. O oh, Ephraim, how shall I deal with you? How shall I deal with you, O oh, Judah? Your love for me is like the morning mist, 
like the Jew that goes away early. Therefore, I have hewn them by the prophets, and my judgment goes forth as the light. For loyalty is my desire and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Raise us up, O God, that we may live in your presence. We've got Acts chapter 10. I'm hoping for easier names. In Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius, a centurion of the Italian cohort, as it was called. He was a devout man who feared God with all his household. He gave alms generously to the people and prayed constantly to God. One afternoon at about three o'clock, he had a vision in which he clearly saw an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius. He stared at him in terror and said, what is it, Lord? He answered, your prayers and your arms have ascended as a memorial before God. Now send men to Joppa for a certain Simon who is called Peter. He is lodging with Simon, a tanner whose house is by the seaside. When the angel who spoke to him had left, he called two of his slaves and a devout soldier from the ranks of those who served him. And after telling them everything, he sent them to Joppa. About noon the next day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. He became hungry and wanted something to eat, and while it was being prepared, he fell into a trance. He saw the heaven opened, and something like a large sheet coming down, being lowered to the ground by its four corners. In it were all kinds of four-footed creatures and reptiles and birds of the air. Then he heard a voice saying, get up, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, by no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is profane or unclean. The voice said to him again a second time, what God has made clean, you must not call profane. This happened three times and the thing that was suddenly taken up to heaven. Forsake me not, O Lord, be not far from me, O my God. Forsake me not, O Lord, be not far from me, O my God. Make haste to help me, O Lord of my salvation. Be not far from me, O my God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Forsake me not, O Lord, be not far from me, O my God. Give your people knowledge of salvation, O God by the forgiveness of all their sins. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, who has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty saviour, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, God promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all that hate us to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath God swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, child, you shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord, to prepare his way, 
to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Give your people knowledge of salvation, O Lord, by the forgiveness of all their sins. And so on this Friday morning, let's pray. We give thanks that this morning, even though we are in different places, we are still united with each other and with you. And that whoever we are, wherever we are, God loves us, that you love us so very, very much. And we pray that if we are struggling to believe that this morning, that we will know truly in our hearts that we are loved so very, very much by you. We pray for our world, our world struggling to come to terms with this virus, but working very hard to do its best. Different countries working in different ways with different advisors and different health teams and different amounts of money. And we pray for all who are working so hard to find a solution to this. Some days it feels like we are getting somewhere and other days it feels like it is getting harder. And we pray that your guiding hand and Holy Spirit will work with the right people and that there can be some way forward that we can perhaps live with this virus, but live with it safely or as safely as we can. We pray for the countries who are so poor and wear healthcare and protective masks and visors and all the things which, which we have here. We pray for those countries where it is very hard. We pray for our country, for our health service, for our advisors, for our government, for all those who are looking to find this cure. And we pray for all the different parts of society which are impacted by this virus. We know it is not the only thing which is not right at the moment, but its impact has spread across so many different areas. The economy, the environment, health service, so many different things. And this morning we pray for people who are really struggling with this. People with mental health issues, people who are struggling with health of other things, um, but where the virus has held them up getting treatment or tests. We pray for our schools. We pray for our schools as they are going back, for staff in many schools which have gone back already, and for staff who are back in school on in-service waiting for the students to come back in on Monday morning. 
And we give thanks for the sense of excitement which staff have of the students coming back where they should be with each of their peers and with staff looking forward to sharing education and time with each other. And we pray for confidence for parents and staff and students that they will feel able to come back in and that it will go well and that they will be protected and kept safe. And so we pray for a calming of nervous souls and for a sense of excitement that children can be back together. We pray for our shops and businesses. We pray for our towns where we live, for our neighbours, for our families and for our friends. We pray for all who we know and love and care for and for those who are known only to you. And finally, as we move towards the weekend, we pray for our church services taking across, taking, taking, happening um, across the country, not just in Richmond and Hudswell and Downham and Mass, but all over. But this morning we pray especially for ours at, our, in our cross our benefice. We pray for Martin and Paul. We pray that technology works well. We pray that it all goes smoothly and that people can join in in different ways and be united with each other and with you. And finally, we pray with excitement for our choir meeting together for the first time in six months. We pray for those who feel able to come and we remember those who feel unable to come as yet. But we pray again for a sense of joy and excitement that they can get together and at least share some time with each other. And so today we pray for the conversations we will have, the people we'll meet. We pray for your Holy Spirit to guide us where we should be and what we should be doing and who we should be with. And we pray that we will always reflect your love in all our conversations and in all the things we do. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Almighty and everlasting God, you are always more ready to hear than we to pray and to give more than either we desire or deserve. Pour down upon us the abundance of your mercy, forgiving us those things of which our conscience is afraid, and giving us those good things which we are not worthy to ask, but through the merits and mediation of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Though presently apart, we are not divided as we are united in the love of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so we pray with confidence, our Saviour has taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.